where we're wishing to not get clients because we're having so much fun giggling together. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> totally. We're like, oh my God, now I got to go back and deal with all the people and take their money. But I just want to hang out with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we share our lunches. Um, and you have built, you've built two decks, right? No, you have yeah, a third have, one out now. I actually you. have two decks. And then, yeah, my third deck has not been published yet. And at some point, you know, that will all start to go. But there's just so much creation going on, right? That it's got to prioritize and just let the universe look after that with very clear intentions that's going to happen. And, you know, who knows when? Who knows? Maybe in a, maybe in a year, because I think we can definitely take some action steps around that more clearly in the next few months. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. And you're one of the people I know you, you inspire me because you're always creating something. You're always creating something. You are a silversmith and you mix alchemy in with your smithing. So you've made some of my favorite pieces that I own and some of my girlfriends and boyfriends, they love your pieces. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. It's all about intentionality. Right. And as you say, creation you know, creation is really the only reason to be here. We have to actually create our lives. Yes. If that's why it is all magical, because unlike the common, the muggle brain, muggle. <laughs> the, muggle, the muggle humans think that life happens to them mm -hmm. and that they have to endure and suffer and then die. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the common modality of what life is supposed to be but you know when we actually are clear about our soul's purpose here on earth whatever it is you may not even know it but it doesn't matter you just create creating means making a bunch of stuff up <laughs> <laughs> that's all it means <laughs> i'm just gonna do this today okay i'll do this today and i'll do this today and then and then of course as muggles our life work is to really come from a pure place of i really want to do this and you make it up as opposed to, I want to do this, yeah, but la 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 la, you know, I'm too poor, I'm too old, I've had such a hard life, la 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 la, and then you never ever create it because you're just stuck in your past, right? So that's the actual enlightenment process is to really like complete that past and be so present now that you're willing to just go, you know? Yeah. I like that. Okay, so because you're very creative, I want you, my brain's already turning. So let's speak to that. Let's speak to all the people in the earbud coven, like not the people who are stuck in, oh, I'm too old, I'm too crunchy, I can't do that. What about the people who are in a place where they don't feel traditionally artistic or capable of creating? Mm. Because I think there's a lot of people in the world 
who they haven't tapped into what it is they have to offer because mm -hmm. they can't paint, they can't sculpt, right? Mm -hmm. They're they're not a prolific songwriter or poet. So, because I know you do a lot of mentoring and teaching, so can you talk to those people listening? Well, first of all, we seem to have an impression that creation and or creativity only exists in those artistic and cultural realms, mm -hmm. which is not true. You know, like creation, the energy of creation is about like giving birth to something new. Mm -hmm. That's what creation is. It's not I have to pick up pen and draw this amazing face. No, that's just one aspect or that's just one expression of creation. Creation can be anything from I'm going to talk to this person and together we're going to create a great project. You know, so we can plant this community garden or we can, I'm going to create this project because look at this floor right now, it's really ugly. So I'm going to create yes. making a prettier floor by fixing it. I'm going to create something. Creation simply means doing something new. I love that. When, because um, I know you read cards too. When I read tarot cards, I hit that when I tell people they're creative. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm like, no, 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 you have an engineer's mind. You think yes, outside right. of the box. You yeah. problem solve. And a lot of our creative culture or collective culture, sorry, doesn't recognize that creative problem solving. Yeah. Well, even like you said, laying a new tile floor in your bathroom, you are yeah. changing your world. You're creating something new. Yeah. Creating something new is not limited at all to an ex artistic expression. Mm -hmm. Creating something new could be somebody who might be tech inclined putting in some new, you know, whatever formula, right, to create that app. That's creating something new. Yeah. Creating something new could be darning your socks. <laughs> Except we all hate doing that. <laughs> I don't know how to darn socks, but I know you that. You don't? Oh, my God, it's not hard. I don't know hole and I don't know how to patch. Tell me to patch a drywall, sure. I, I don't know how to patch a hole in a sock. <laughs> <laughs> I do know how to sew, but I'm like, I don't understand. That's, that's why I'm surprised because some of like, because some of the stuff you've worn, I know you've created it, like you've sewn yeah. it or you've tailored it or you've judged it a bit. So yeah, you could, if, <laughs> if you chose to figure it out, maybe you just don't want to choose to figure out how to dart. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, whatever, someone else. No, I'm just <laughs> not trying to do it. I don't know. There's some, yeah, there's certain areas, right? But that's where we have free will and choice. Yeah. You know, you go, yeah, I know that's not fun. Whatever. I'll fix those pants, sure. But I don't want to fix that half. I'll just give that to somebody who knows how to fix that better. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I like that. And what I like too is I love how inclusive you are around the idea of creativity because you are not gatekeeping creativity and you are a for real artist. Like you draw mm. your decks yourself. Mm. You, yeah. you take metal, little hunks of metal and you create these beautiful, mm. beautiful pieces for mm. human beings to adorn ourselves with. Yes. So I love that because I think that speaks to anyone listening who is doubting their creativity. You just got validation from a real live artist who lives at their artwork. Yes. That anything you're creating is valid art. Absolutely. I think that we're in a very good time where that, that, that expression is a lot more honored and a lot more visible, right? It doesn't have to be, you know, as we say, traditional art. It can be anything. Mm -hmm. Planting a garden is creative. 
Oh, so much, yeah. Right? It's creation and, and organizing it so it looks a certain way, planting the beds, cooking is all creative. Organizing is creative. You know, maybe getting this box or that thing, that's all creative because what it is is you're doing something new. That's all. That's all creation is. Putting your chair in this corner is creative. Because like that chair that. has never lived in that corner. Let's do something new, right? Let's hang this art over here. Let's like wear this shirt today. Let's do my hair this way. Let's do my makeup this way. Let's try this shoe on. All that's creative. You might have just inspired me to organize my house better because it's a it's a disaster. Not a not messy, but it's yeah. typically creative brain clutter. <laughs> right? And I'm like, could organizing be creative work? <laughs> oh my god, I love organizing. Really? I love organizing. It makes me so happy. Like, you know, once in a while I run into people who are blessed enough to have my time <laughs> that I will actually support them in decluttering and get rid of things and organizing and just making it all make sense. My friend I've been some Virgo, some Virgo something somewhere. Yes. I was going to say my friend, my very Virgo friend used to help me with that. Oh, so satisfying. I love it. And then you get to clean. You know, whenever I move, it's such a sacred process mm -hmm. because you get to touch every single thing. And at that moment, when you touch it, you're clear. Oh, I want this. Oh, no, Mac, whatever. Get rid of it. And then you wipe it all down, you put them in the box, you know, you wrap up your, your breakables, put them in the box, and then you're either going to store it or move it somewhere else. But then when you clean out the whole space, you're just like honoring it and wiping it down and thanking it for the couple months or years that it's supported you right there's something in this whole process of living in your home with honor and pride that i always moves me that's probably why i move a lot because there's i i really i really get so much magic and joy out of the process of cleaning up and then starting new and then putting new things out and then a couple of years later wrapping it all up cleaning up that new space going to a new space and then building it all and then you know, all that, right? It's just something amazing about that. I've been serious. And I get, I get stuck in the emotion of decluttering. I do uh, get stuck in the emotion of it. I've been going through my storage unit. So when I, I moved out of my home, our family home, and I started a new life, I put a bunch of stuff in storage sure. and I go, I've been going through that. And it's right. interesting now with that space, what yeah. I thought was really important that isn't anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it's really fun to find some of my little magic yummy things that I've put away. Totally. And it's interesting because the energy of them is so much different than what I'm living in now. And they need some clearing and some settling. Mm -hmm. And some of them are ready to move on to a different mm -hmm. place and be given mm -hmm. away mm -hmm. and are waiting for people to spy them in shiny dishes in my house. Yeah. And some of them are so happy to have a new role. Yeah. Because I had tons of crystals. And then it's interesting, um, even when you put them back, like I kept like my big rose quartz. So when I put mm -hmm. other crystals back around it, like the vibration, it's just. Oh, especially the little stones, right? Yeah. Wow, they're just so, you know, when I, I'm in storage right now as well, because my next place, who knows when my next place is showing up. But, but you know i told all my rocks and crystals this was about a year and a half ago everybody's gonna go into their little box and all go to sleep and they're fine 
right? There's no big deal. It's, it's rocks and crystals. They don't emote. <laughs> <laughs> they vibe and they should. They vibe, but they're chill. Know. They're always chill, whatever. And they've been around millions yeah. of years. Like us humans gotta take life less seriously, right? Yeah, they're here in storage is but a blink <laughs> to what made them a crystal to begin with. Can you imagine exactly. going from like lava to or however it happens? Yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally millions of years. Yeah. So going to sleep in a locker for like a year is like, yeah, whatever. So it's really, you know, let them all know, give them all a bath and pray. And then, you know, and then once in a while I'll go into the locker and literally I will feel them, you know, because mm -hmm. it's kind of right there. And I'll kind of feel a couple go, when are we going back? <laughs> Where's your new house? Hurry up. <laughs> It's it's funny because I've got as as witches do and wizards do as we do. I have multiple sizes of crystals, right? But I find some of the most potent ones are those little guys mm -hmm. that you can discreetly put in any pocket that you can like put all over the place. I yeah. find that really interesting. Yes, no, absolutely. I and mean, I'm used to sorting through even cut stones, right? Stones that have been cut by a human hand. You know, and I'll just be at my supplier and there'll be a mass of like thousands of stones on their little cases. And suddenly I'll just go, Phew! you know, and I'll just like pinpoint and I'll feel it. I'll be like, whoa, what's that? And it's a teeny tiny, it could be a five millimeter stone, mm -hmm. but you just feel it, right? You just feel that energy about it. And oftentimes those ones have to come. With me. <laughs> and then I set them into some amazing piece. <laughs> Tell me a bit more about the process of, of making some of your creations. Oh, I was thinking about that this morning and I thought I was so feeling so grateful that I, my, my business as a goldsmith, silversmith, wizard person is actually really easy <laughs> and how it's just, I love, you know, spending time in a studio. I love building things. I love making orders. I love, like I fine tuned it enough. Right? I have been a Smith for 26 years, 26 years that I've really fine tuned the kind of things I want to do and the kind of things I don't want to do and how I'm clear in communication with people and how energetically I'm clear so that only those kinds of people are attracted to me and come yeah. to me. Me. I've done enough of that work. I'm really honest, you know. I'm not shy about saying no. When people come to me and they go, Do you do repairs? I'd be like, Nah, only if I want to. Mm -hmm. So I'm honest with them, right? And they got and you know, a lot of humans are not comfortable being no, really they're honest. not comfortable with honest. They want us yeah. to be polite and accommodating. Yeah, and it's not so much about them, it's about us. Mm -hmm. I'm saying a lot of humans are not comfortable being honest with ourselves yeah yeah they're trying to please the other people no and then you just sold out on yourself no wonder that piece is horrible to make <laughs> <laughs> right it's not a fun process because you sold out on yourself you said yes at a lower price point you said yes to a project that doesn't interest you you said yes to a person who's like mm, not your frequency and not the same vibe as you mm -hmm. you did all that for fear for obligation for greed you know scarcity for fear of not making money all of that stuff rather than be like oh i don't want to do that no not fun or yeah i really want to do that that's fun mm -hmm. those are the only two guidance that we really want to be listening to then then we're so honest with ourselves i like that idea you just said too that i love how you always like you've got good boundaries around when other people are projecting their garbage on you 
Because like someone who can't accept direct speech, right? Like I have a couple people in my in my work sphere or in my extended sphere. They're not my close inner people, sure. but I have to interact with them. Yeah, 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 yeah. That have a real problem with I me statements or when I own my feelings, right? And I'm like, what is like that's such a toxic person. I haven't taken the moment to flip it and go, oh, they really struggle with self-honesty. They really struggle with their own motivation. And that is what's behind it. Yes. Right? That they don't, they probably have very little, um, the map of their own emotional landscape is probably very uncharted. Yeah. It's a little bit limited. Yeah. 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 I mean, and the thing is to always be clear, and I find this a very common conversation in the kind of the witchy spiritual you know any of these spheres is that our community tends to fall into that trap of of like people doing their things and then showing up a certain way that we may not prefer yeah so what happens is that i notice that we tend to once again then judge others right it'd be like oh you're just dumping your negative stuff up oh, right away oh you got all judgy <laughs> right and that's very common because we will then start to become we'll start to hold that ego status of i'm more spiritual than you you negative dirty vampire no none of that right just allow others to do that thing yeah everybody's got that process right and just let them do that thing and your job is to be clear whether you want to invite that frequency into your life or not mm -hmm. rather than judge them just say yeah, yeah, not so much. La 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 la. And do your own thing and continue holding your own space and being clear about what you want to invite into your life, right? So, um, so when we are clear, and that one one of the aspects of being clear is to be clear yourself, right? Be like, yeah, no, I don't want to work with that person, mm -hmm. not because I don't need to make up any judgments about them or any opinions about them. It's just like, yeah, I don't feel it doesn't feel right. Yep. We're not and a that's enough and that is enough, enough. Yeah. we don't need to say judgy things about them because that's just all you gotta you got to work some shit out if you're going to be judging people right right and and you can honor your own your own boundary your your own i don't want to go there yeah without being mean to other people very good yeah yeah it's not and my thing other that's pieces fine. you never know like just because say someone says, oh, I want to work with you. I want to do some spell work with you. And I'm like, eh, I'm not feeling it. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm never going to feel it with that human being for the rest of our eternal time. Yeah, 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 right? yeah. They yeah, could right be now. going through some stuff. I could be going through some stuff. And our, I, I like to think of it like music, like notes. Yeah. Like in some chords, you can play an F flat. And it sounds beautiful next to a B or, but it doesn't always sound great next to say a high D, right? Sure. You got to make sure the music you're putting together and the, the progression of the sound and the waves work in that moment. Yes, in yes, another yes. song, they go together beautifully. Yes, yes, yes. Right. And so you just got to, yeah. And you don't have to judge it. No. Yeah, no, very good. I like that. I like, I always use an apples and orange distinction. Mm -hmm. which is you know you're very clear i like apples i don't like orange mm -hmm. that's it i want to eat more apples i don't want to eat orange mm -hmm. but most humans 
they'll be like, I like apples. I hate orange. Why do you keep always giving me oranges? Oranges are stupid. What's wrong with oranges? You know, oranges are the black hole of the universe. I hate oranges. They should go away. I want to kill them all. And they're evil and they're bringing me down. And they're negative. That's what most humans are doing, right? No, and it's just. Go, no, 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 no orange. orange. I eat apple. I have the apple. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't even have to be yay apples apples are good like you don't even no, have to no. you just like, you end the story whatever oh here's an apple okay yeah um, <laughs> whatever right like, no big deal they don't need to like that's why i was like it's too too complicated we make life so complicated <laughs> well and i think that's why you and i escape to the woods a lot right it's mm -hmm. so simple be like oh look cute moss pet the moss mm -hmm. right oh, look i'm cold light a fire yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Keep it simple. Enjoy the life. But your question, once again, was actually back to my smithing. I can. Yes, yes, that's where we were. Okay. So tell me more about, like, tell me about that process because I've seen you put beautiful posts up all the time. I've seen, I've bought and seen so much of your work, but I don't really know about your creative process. Um, there is a couple creative processes that I have. And, you know, there's, there's the practical part of it. Right, which is when I have orders of a specific nature, I'm very clear, first of all, what are the kind of orders I want to to invite, right? The kind of custom orders that I want uh, from people. So because of that clarity, it's no problem. And then I need to create things. And a lot of those things are pretty much technical, mm -hmm. technical executions, which is fine. It's very neutral space for me. I enjoy it. It's easy. And if it's not easy, it's fine. I'm just neutral about, you know, learning new technique as i'm executing it and then there's the um i have a large ready-to-wear collection mm -hmm. which is you know your simple simple pieces that have been around and sometimes i'll discontinue them i get tired of them and then i bring them back whatever but i like to keep my stock plenished uh, like full and replenished all the time because i do live events i'm a gen x so i'm not i didn't you know grow up in business selling product online yeah. Right. We, you and I, we, we learned how to be business people by selling our inventory and our work live in person. Yes. And so for me, it works and I really enjoy it. I really enjoy being with people physically to spread the wisdom, to spread the magic for them to touch and feel and converse and laugh, you know, for me to be sassy, for me to like mm -hmm. leave them in light, you know, at the end of all the interactions. So that's what I love. So that's always that amount of work that's fairly easy to just once again replenish and build and then this is and all of the time any of these collections are always inspired and it could be it could take a while for it to finally land and or it could be simply an image that comes through for example for example the galactica series or the magical symbol series um they're all symbology you know and you have you have one of my uh, magical symbols i have i have an empower ring that i oh, so have empower. you don't have an no i'm wearing jewelry love it's so weird i wear that ring and that's it that's great that's great so the the the, the which one yes empower ring was another series so but for example the galactica series and the magical symbol series those are all images because i think in shapes and symbols and colors um images just come to me so once i start figuring it out what these images actually mean and i i don't know why but i just know this it's just uh, 
That's something I grew up understanding what symbols mean. And then when you look at all sorts of, you know, sacred geometry, science on earth and or elemental science, alchemy, runic, you know, and kind of interpretations, it's all the same. And I, so I always double check the information that I know I'm getting and receiving. And then we'd be like, oh yeah, that makes sense, right? Part of being a Smith is of course, knowing the message I am conveying and then being able to build it technically. Yeah. It's not just, oh, I have this image, I'm just gonna draw it and there it is. And I'd be like, oh, I have this image of symbology, now how do I build that mm-hmm. so that it has integrity, mm-hmm. so it isn't gonna fall apart and break off and you know all of that. It's gonna be efficient to build on a restocking model, which means I can rebuild this yeah. efficiently for this price point that I'm willing to sell it at. Right, so there's a lot of things to consider when I build something that's a repeat, uh, a ready-to-wear collection, which means I will be re- rebuilding it, rebuilding it, rebuilding it. Mm-hmm. So there's that collection. So a lot of th- things just happen naturally, you know, in my brain. I don't know, I don't know, I can't tell you, but what is always beautiful is when it's inspired and channeled through. So for example, in the beginning of this year, or end of last year, something said, Tian, go look into astrology. I was like, okay, fine. And I'm very good at listening now. So for example, that deck of cards to be published was an amazing example of listening to source, right? Because I literally know that one day, I think it was 2019, I was walking down the stairs in my gym gear, clear, I was going to go to the gym. And then after that, I was going to pull out my paperwork and spend three days or, you know, three days, two days doing my PST, right? Mm -hmm. For my taxes, my provincial sales taxes. So that was my plan. And when right before that, for a couple of weeks, I I'd get occasional glimpses of certain symbols would come in my dreams and it would just show up like just in my alternate reality visual space. And as I was walking down the stairs, suddenly it just came to me and said, you have to do your drawings now. And I said, like, oh, really? I have to go to the gym and I've got to do my PSD <laughs> next week. Really? I, I, and then I said, okay, fine. So because I'm so used to listening to the yeah. channel guidance, as you understand, right? I, do. I just did. I didn't go. I went back upstairs, took my sweats off, you know, you know, went back down, set up the room, set up the table. And I didn't know what it was I was dream thinking. I had no idea what was going to come through because I'm so used to trusting the process mm-hmm. and just trusting that, okay, if I'm guided to do this, I'm just going to set up the space to do it. And whatever is going to come will come. Yes. And that is part of my own life experience as a pioneer in so many, so many ways. I'm used to carving out my own path with no maps, no guidance, no one's telling me how I'm going to do it, what's going to happen, if I'm going to make it, if I'm going to die, if I'm going to be well, if I'm gonna be you know if i'm gonna have money like any of that i don't know i just go and so with the same with the jewelry right so so that one was a fantastic example of listening and when i listened eight i had 100 drawings out in four days that's fantastic yeah it was fast and then the words were just like easy and the deck was just done done and printed on draft within like two weeks nice 
And now so, that's just holding in space until yeah. the information comes in that now it's to go out into the world. Exactly. Yeah. It's primed the universe, primed everything. Those who need to receive it will receive it. Yeah. I buy all your decks because I love them. I know them. They're great. <laughs> and the other elemental card deck was another same one, right? Because yeah. I was told, go do this. And then when, and I didn't, I packed it all, I packed up my equipment, took out a cabin in the woods, and I did those drawings in three weeks because they were much more detailed, you know, um, graphic marker and coloring mm. drawings with a lot of um, interior design drafting, because I'm an interior yeah. designer, right? Like drafting lines and stuff like that, right? So it's production was a lot, a little bit more complex, but I had no idea what I was gonna draw. No idea at all. I just brought like five of my basic books, mm. my marker pens, my drafting board, my scale, my da 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 da, and then my candle, my crystals, and I said, okay, cabin and then the first day i just chilled i watched some videos you know whatever took a walk made the fire and then suddenly it said now and then not that night it said now and i was like okay so i just went to the board and then things come right same with the jewelry so when i listen so that deck was produced and created in a month you know three weeks to do the drawings and then one week to do the text and it was printed and delivered and ready for sale in like six months. The rest of it was all just editing my, my, my English editor, cleaning up my English, you know, getting the printer, all of that. So I've got half of a deck. Pen I can't even remember what I've penned out, but because I know I'm going to do a tarot deck. I've known that for for a hundred years. Like a full 78, 78 yeah. comes deck. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. With your artwork. Well, I don't draw well, so okay. I have an idea of, well, I get downloads, right? Yeah, so course, usually, course. you know me, in the bubble bath, that's where I do most yeah. of my work in the water, sure, okay. element, right? No so, and I'll just get downloads and I'll kind of, like my sketches are not are like stick men sketches, but I have sure. like concepts sure. of the colors and how the energy is going to move in the card. Fantastic. So a lot of that came about two years ago. Right. And I just like, okay. And then they stopped coming. And I was like, that's okay. I yeah. know this deck will happen. So I have a client that I've been reading for for years and she's in printing and she's like, out of nowhere, she's like, Hey, are you going to do a deck? Cause I could get you cardstock. And I'm like, okay, I just need to pick a date now. And so I kind of have a rough date in my mind because for me, the way the process works is I tend to work really well in community. I like to bounce with people. Yes. So the goddess or source, whatever you want to call the divine world, will just start bringing the people in. Yeah. And it's almost like, this is a gross analogy, but it's almost like they pick the scab that's been healing. Like something's been kind of there a little bit itchy. <laughs> Someone comes in and picks it. I'm like, oh, it's time to do that work now. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I understand. And usually for me, the deep work is attached to a healing thread. I think that's why I say a scab, right? Okay. But, um, yeah, so I know that's coming. So that's, I love hearing about how you create your decks. Like you just go boom. Yeah, boom, done. Yeah. Yeah, so it's all, and the same with the jewelry, because end of last year, something said, go look at astrology. And I said, like, okay, and I've looked at it before. I know some of it, you know, but I've never really gone into it. And and so begin that process so in january because i'm not a study forever person yeah and i i i need the world to give me i need the universe to give me a really good astrologer because i just know the basics and i i don't know it yeah yeah, I yeah. Have yeah, no I can set you desire up. to study it like i know so much other esoteric information that i'm yeah just i can help you out with that for sure 
someone else can do that part. Yeah, yeah. I, me, me too. I had no interest, right? And then it came through, and and I was like, okay, fine. So I got a book from a mutual friend, Lynn. Yeah. Um, she gave me this great book, which was awesome because it was like A to Z. Oh, nice. So it was just a great way to just kind of read, and if I get bored, and then I'll skip through, you know, whatever, right? So there was that. And so I read a little, but then as I was reading, and then I went online, I just listened to somebody, and I read a little because I don't learn by reading. Yeah, me neither. I learn by by visual and doing. So as I was reading a little, then suddenly all these like it was like a a, a cloud, like a wow. like a like a steam cloud. I can't, you know, it's like a, a floating Milky Way energy. That's what it felt like. It wow. just kind of came through, and it didn't even didn't formulate anything and i was in my studio at that point when i was doing some reading and suddenly went oh and then i went oh oh <laughs> and then i started like building things so i started drawing out the symbols and then i was like oh and then i had to research like some of the stamps and the symbols and then i quickly just ordered a couple of them mm-hmm. and i ordered some things and i built some things and i went and as i started building them some of the stamps started coming in and then I started building the collections. And as the collections started getting built, I started understanding mm. what this is and what is that sign and then the house. And then and then I was like, oh my God, it was so much because there's so a lot of depth to it, right? So there is. And what I'm what hearing, interested, yeah. What I'm hearing, it was the process of playing with it and and using different things and doing things with it in the studio. Yes. That solidified the understanding around it that had kind of been hovering in that Milky Way cloud. Yeah. Very good, yeah, because that's when it came through. And then I just let myself be guided because I'm so practiced at that now, mm-hmm. which is just go with it. Mm-hmm. And then it just went from this and suddenly I'm like, you know, bending the wire and soldering that and cutting the disc. And suddenly I'm like, oh, I'll just go to the laptop and look and read and about what's the first house mean? Oh yeah, right. And then I'll look at the book. <laughs> and then suddenly I'm like soldering this and polishing that because I just going with the flow, it doesn't make sense, not plan. And it's an amazing process because then, you know, the wisdom just comes through at the pace that it comes through at that really works best, right? For our own integration and understanding. And your your monkey mind is out of the picture, the ego out of the picture, out of the picture and it can just flow. Exactly. Monkey mind is always the one that takes you out because it's saying stupid things. Like, I have no time. Why is this is not going to make me any money? What's the point? I don't know how to do it. Basically, monkey mind, the brain, as long as it says something that's dumb, <laughs> never listen to it. I know. I, that, that or, or, or fear-based and judgy. That's the other That's way. all dumb. Yeah. So you just like, that's all dumb. We just call that dumb. Let's just call it simple. One thought makes you really happy. It's very simple. And then the other thought is really stupid. Doesn't make you happy, makes you, and all in that group of doesn't make you happy is like fearful, scarcity, stuck in the past, you know, blamey, judgy, hating yourself, insecure, all of those thoughts. Don't listen to any of that. No. They're not going <laughs> to lead you anywhere beautiful and wonderful and fulfilling. Yeah, it's going to lead you down some stupid hole. and. <laughs> <laughs> you'll stay in comfort and then you'll get stuck there and <laughs> like <laughs> alice <laughs> this is so good i love it so i 
didn't know what we were going to talk about because you're so diverse and I love you so much. And I think our topic is creativity and flow. So great. I love it. Absolutely. And we have to listen because a lot of people take themselves out and have excuses upon excuses not to do things. Could you imagine how beautiful a world we would live in if people just said yes to themselves? Yeah. They love to what they want to pursue. We'd be happy. Oh, so much suffering would be alleviated. Oh my God, because they're not listening to themselves. They're busy doing stupid things that they don't want to do. And I, you know, and sure, everybody has a different life, mm-hmm. right? You might, you have your kids. Some people have crying babies right now. Some people are in the middle of like leaving the relationship finally, you know. Some people have been kicked out of their country, whatever. Everybody has their reality. Some people are sick, whatever, right? But our commitment, whatever your reality is, our commitment is to ensure that we are like moving forward and creating what we want next. Because my own life, the Phoenix, you know, rising. Yeah, we've had our Phoenix stuff, you and I. Yeah, right? Well, we chose to stick around, right? We did. We chose to keep on breathing and to get up. I mean, today I'm still in my bed while we do this, but I'm here. (laughs) We're not being in bed.